You know, when I even started and you're already giggling. I know, that was just funny. Why? The way you pushed play. Record. <laughs> I, just, I just clicked it. You said three, two, one. <laughs> Does it sound funnier when you say it out? That was so serious. Anyway. This is Holly. And Daniel. And we're recording. <laughs> and you're listening to Halfway Saints. And you're listening to Halfway Saints. Firing on all cylinders tonight. We'll see. Tonight. We just have saying tonight, because I don't think anyone... What if, it goes live at 7 a.m. I know. But maybe <laughs> someone, like, before they go to bed, they like to put us in their headphones, and, and we serenade them with our words. And we bore them to sleep. Yeah, that's probably more likely. <laughs> that was a very loud beginning, so I don't think we bored them at all. Or lulled them to sleep at all. Not yet. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Um, but we're back. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome to any new listeners. Yes. Just in case. We're happy to have you. Happy to, happy that you're all here. Thank you for being our friends. Thanks for coming. <laughs> uh, we had um, another busy week. We did. I have a busy week up ahead. Oh, today's the day. You're going to tell Today's the day that I'm going to tell you about another day that's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm starting a new job this week. Yay! <laughs> I am um, going to be doing enrollment management at a um, at a private school out here. So I'm going from higher ed um, to a K-12 independent school. Which is um, really cool. It is. I'm very excited about it. And I'm also going to be the assistant soccer coach. So, so I'm fun! I'm really excited about that. Jack's going to be really excited about all the soccer balls. Yeah. That's all. That's all he wants to do is run around with dodgeballs, baseballs, beach balls, beach balls, mm-hmm. um, and tell people about and them. tell people about them. He'll just not about up. them, just that it is in fact a ball. He just says "bah" in your face. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, so I've got a exciting week ahead of me. Mm-hmm. Um, Starting it on Wednesday. Tuesday. You say that, but your first day of work is Wednesday. My first real day is Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. You have to do, like, HR stuff on Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Well, I still have to go in a war. It's not like a day off. Well, it was supposed to be a day off. It was supposed to be, but it didn't work out that way, Holly. (laughs) No. No, we had a fun weekend. We went on a little day trip. We did. It was super fun. It was. Um, But Holly had, well, you've had a lot of big weeks. But last week, um, Holly was interviewed on... Another podcast. Sure was. <laughs> well, I don't know why. <laughs> I was um, interviewed by a friend, Christina Wilson, that Daniel and I both knew growing growing up, and she has just started a podcast called The Morning Stir. S T I R, Stir. Mm-hmm. Um. And she releases a podcast every day, if you can believe it. You keep saying that, but it's they're shorter. So it's basically like 45 minutes, 50 minutes of content. She just splits them up into shorter episodes. Yes, but it's still, I still respect that she releases something every day. Yeah, well. But so every morning, like her podcast is about like waking up to inspirational stories about creative women, entrepreneurs, um, creative type. I think it's all women. Um, She hasn't been doing it for too long. No, it's pretty new. But I'm very excited about it. And uh, I talked about my company, Ernie and Irene. 
a little bit, but I got to talk about Halfway Saints. Mm-hmm. And I got... Except you didn't actually mention the name of the I podcast. Know. I didn't... I don't even know why I didn't. There was no reason why There's I didn't. There's like so many points. I'm like, she's going to say it here. And they put it in the show notes. That's great. But So if you made it from Morningstir to our podcast, let us know. Yeah. That'd let be us great. know Holly didn't screw it up by not saying the name. Hey. No, but it's really good. If you want to learn, hear more about Holly's art and um, that side of her life uh listen to the podcast it's really great and she talks about how her faith informs her art which we've talked about here but um it's just really cool to listen to it from more of the art perspective yeah i go into more detail about Mm -hmm. like what inspires each piece and what work goes into it and how god is reflected in them so Mm -hmm. yeah listen up yeah so we're just all over your podcast blowing up the 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 podcast sphere. Yeah, I want to say earbuds of the world. No. But that that doesn't work. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, but, that, but that would be... Apparently that's terrible. So. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, we... Um, the past few weeks, Holly and I have been talking um, about the podcast and about the shows we've been putting out and our content. And we've... Um, Noticed we've kind of gotten away from what we originally wanted to do um, with the show. We wanted it to be very conversational, um, to kind of let people into our conversations about our faith, what's happening that week in our faith lives, how... What events, we're learning. Right, what we're learning, events in the world, how that factors in. Um, Where we kind of got into this, like topic situation we got yeah it was more of here's this cool thing about the church i want to talk about or here's we want to tell people about this we got we we got into more of what daniel or what i'm daniel (laughs) (laughs) into what holly would call uh, like daniel topics where i wouldn't call them daniel topics. i what i say teachery yeah what i think that we fell into is that we fell into trying to be catholic stuff you should know Mm -hmm. which we are not even close to being qualified to even try to be right so we just want you guys to get little snapshots of our life um and we want to share what god is doing in our lives so i don't think that our past episodes are like bad but they but they're just a little bit different than what we intended yeah so we're trying to get back to it being more conversational and us just kind of talking about things that we would have talked about you know were we not recording exactly yeah So this week, okay. <laughs> what? What? I was say? Gonna, I didn't want to say this week. This something happened, but I needed a a segue. Okay. Speaking of segues, uh, um, I was riding my bike the other day, and I was riding through this college campus, and I saw this guy on one of those footboard things. It looks like a Segway, but it's just a foot platform. There's no like handlebars. Yeah, like what Tom was uh, yeah. riding that. And he was just riding it. Going to classes, and like there, he was with like a large group of people who were walking, and he was just there on the sidewalk, and he was in the road, and his little. He goes faster than them, right? A little bit though, it wasn't like really Not fast. Much. Well, really welcome weird. to the future. <laughs> there was also on that same college campus. I saw a little kid go by on a bicycle, and then like a few seconds later, uh, the little kid's dad go by in a unicycle, telling the kid to slow down and try to catch up with him on the unicycle. <laughs> I don't think he's going to have a very good time catching his son on a unicycle. No. 
Because you have to keep moving. So what do you do if the sun, if the kid stops? I mean, you gotta just do that thing like back and forth with it. You know, <laughs> no. you have to start. Pe- you know, you, you know, know what I'm talking about. That, like the trick that they do. Yeah, no. it's not a trick. You just have to keep moving. It's not a trick. <laughs> uh, anyway, so how's that for a segue? That's a segue. That's a segue. Uh-huh. Um, but a couple weeks, maybe like a month or so ago, um, I went to confession, and the penance I got was very uh, unique. Mm-hmm. We'll say. And it's, um, I thought you were going to say unnerving. Unnerving? But it wasn't that bad. It starts with a different sound. Unique and unnerving. I didn't think that you were going to say it when you said the word oh, unique. You just happened to choose a word that also started with you? <laughs> yeah, you in. Okay. Um, and I'll just say I don't like penances that are not specific, that are like vague. What? I think that's a valid opinion. You can't have an opinion on your penance. Yes, I can. No, you get the penance that you get. You get what you get, and you don't get upset. But anyway, for my penance, um, the priest told me to give alms. And he he was... Um, I forget how he phrased it exactly, but um, he said it, it should be personal. It should be substantial. Um, and then he I didn't said, realize he said that. He told me about it, but I didn't realize... He said substantial. He didn't say substantial, but he was saying, oh. like, I forget exactly the words he used. It shouldn't be, like, he's, like, not just a couple dollars. Like, yeah. go and give alms, like, basically, like, to someone. For real. For real. And um, it was tricky. One, because I did not come across an opportunity to fulfill that penance for a while. Yeah. And it was, I don't know, probably, I'm sure if I really put my mind to it, I could have, like put myself in a situation where there'd be someone I could give alms to but there's you know that next week and another week went by I didn't find myself in a position where I could you know make that kind of sacrifice for someone can you because I needed whenever you first told me about this I needed um you to give me a little bit of clarification on what giving alms means what do you mean like giving giving alms in that sense that he's telling you like it means more than just, like, the difference between, like, tithing and giving alms. Well, tithing, specifically 10%, is, like, giving to your parish. Yes. But All... I think that some people would think any kind of, like, any kind of gift toward, any charitable gift could be called giving alms. No, I think it has, like, a specific connotation of giving to the poor. Right. That's what I wanted you to differentiate the two. Right. So it's, yeah, giving to the poor, not, like, making a donation to some you know organization it's right. like giving in a direct way to the poor like a person to person yeah 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 cool cool um yeah but so that was just hard to fulfill um and i think i ended up fulfilling it um in some way see the thing is i, don't, I like when they're specific so you know whether or not not that when you're it's done. and not that you're you're still absolved whether or not you're able to fulfill the penance but you're just, you should fulfill your penances. Right. Um, but anyway, that kind of, combined with some other stuff, got me thinking about giving and kind of what giving is and what, um, just kind of got me, got the gears turning, got the yeah. hamster going. He's running through. Running through the wheel. Because um, I think giving is um, an essential part of Christianity. Um and maybe I guess it's helpful to kind of define giving, because I think when people think about giving, what are you staring at? 
Alash is following you, but then also following what are... You were looking at the spikes, weren't you? The spikes, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, but people kind of, I think it falls into t- two categories. The main one is, like, giving, you know, the collection plate tithing. Yeah. Um, and that's probably the primary way when you think of giving. I feel like one of those, like, ter- like slogans for, like, the capital campaign, like, sharing our treasure... You know, it's so cheesy. Yeah, but whenever there's like a capital campaign at a parish, they'll be like share, or they'll be like doing a series on stewardship. Yeah. It always has a cheesy name. Yeah. Um, but I think that's kind of the primary way when people think of giving. Like, oh yeah, I give. Uh, and Catholic Me just posted the other day, um, a very smart way for uh, parishes to like raise money for whatever to give. What was it? To, to auction off the ability to block a hymn for a whole year. Like, yeah. to not sing a hymn for a whole year. Which I think is so funny. That someone would hate a hymn that much. So they would... I mean, there are some really bad ones. <laughs> but um, to block it off for a whole year. To have that privilege. Yeah. Um. Anyway. But that's fun. That was <laughs> that funny. funny. That <laughs> was funny. Guys, that was funny. If you weren't laughing, <laughs> there's something wrong with you. Um. So I think that's kind of the, the big way people think of when they're think of giving. Yeah. Um, and then also another big way would be like service, like giving back. Right. Or giving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was some campaign recently for, I don't even know what it was, which tells you how bad of a campaign it was, but it's just a bunch of celebrities saying like, give thanks. And it was just like cutting to each of them. Do you remember that? Yeah. Was it for Thanksgiving? No. <laughs> was it for Thanksgiving? <laughs> was it? No. I don't know. It was know for what it some was. like uh, medical organization. Probably St. Jude's. They always use celebrities. Um, I don't think it was St. Jude's. Anyway. <laughs> um, but those are kind of the two things that people think about when they're giving. And there are also two areas where I think um, people develop very deficient ways of thinking about giving. Because ultimately, Christianity is all about giving, self giving, self gift. That's why Christ. That's why God became man and why Christ died for us. It was a gift, a giving of himself. And yet gives us the gift of life. He does. As he, well. And yeah. And everything we have through grace, it's, it's given. It's not anything we earned. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that kind of trickles down into um, sort of like financially supporting a community as well as um, giving to those around you. Yeah. So like in giving money, supporting financially, and in doing service, those are both those tie into that giving aspect of Christianity. But it's also somewhere where I think people can kind of get it wrong. Um, Harsh words. It's, no, it's true. I know. Like, well, I think the complaint of, like, every every pastor, I think, would complain, not complain, but, like, realize that people don't give as much money to the parish as they used to. Yeah. And, and they, go ahead. Archbishop Chaput talked about this uh, during our, like, young adult chat with him that time that we went to that bar and mm-hmm. asked him questions it was it was an event <laughs> held at <laughs> oh. a bar where you would ask the archbishop questions no me and the archbishop were hanging Holly at the bar followed him to the bar and started asking <laughs> questions no but he said that um our generation like quote unquote millennials if you will um we are not giving to the church and that for the future of the church like, that's not something that's going to change because we just don't even realize that as an issue. 
but um, we need to figure out how to evolve as a church without the money that we used to live with. But that the point that he had that was like, or was that um, our generation has too much student debt. We buy homes that we can't afford and we don't think about giving it to the church, um, which is a really big problem. And so I brought that up to encourage everyone listening to give to your parish. Yeah, and I think those are true, but... But no, I think that there there is a very big problem of people just thinking that they don't need to give to the parish. Right, especially people our age or in their yeah. earlier mid-20s. They, one, they don't even... Does it cross their mind? Well, one, they don't even establish themselves at a parish a lot of times. Mm-hmm. It's sort of whatever mass I can make it to. And it's, you know, I understand if that's where you are in your life, you're not rooted in a specific area. Maybe you're visiting friends in this other area a lot. Like, you may not be tied to a specific parish, but um, I think if you do find yourself there, it's kind of, um, you should support them in whatever way you can. Like, mm-hmm. not everyone's going to be able to donate, you know, $15,000 a year, that kind of thing. Or um, they might have debt, they might have a mortgage to pay, but when you just give the extra, that's not really giving. Yeah. You know, like, I forget, I think this is actually was from, like, one of those cheesy campaigns, but... Um, <laughs> Like, you don't give from your abundance, you give from your sustenance. Yeah. So you don't give the extra, you sacrifice part of what you need. Well, it's like that story uh, with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, tell me the Jesus story again. <laughs> I can't remember it very well. But I don't remember where it oh, is. Oh, the old woman. Yeah, who yeah. only gave, like, she gave, like, the last she little bit. She gave her last nickel. It wasn't a nickel, but yeah. She she gave, gave all she had. She gave all that she had, and yeah. that was a greater gift than... Mm-hmm. And she, that was the point that Jesus was making, that this was a greater gift than anyone else has given, because she gave all all that she had. Mm-hmm. It was um, a true sacrifice. Right. And I'm not saying I don't understand some people's hesitancy to giving. Um, like, if you're not really sure what your money is going to, or you don't feel part of that community, because where the, the sort of tithing comes from is the early Christian communities um, held everything in common. They lived together. Like in the Acts of the Apostles, you see people selling their houses and giving it to the community because they personally knew these people and they felt tied to them. Mm-hmm. So if at a parish you're not, you don't feel like you belong, you're not part of it, or you're not really, you don't see how your money is going to support well, this community, you may not be willing to say, oh yeah, here's my money. If you're not personally invested, right. you're not going to be monetarily invested. Oh. I know. That's a... There's a slogan for uh-huh. you. Write that one down. <laughs> um, but it is it make, it's kind of a bigger issue within parishes that, you know, not people not feeling included or personally invested affects the finances of the parish as well because people may not be willing to, to give as much financially. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking the other day about this was just like a total daydream. Yeah. And that how it would be great if someone were able to just donate their house to a church or to Mm -hmm. a parish. So that parish could have like, you know, like not a community house, but like a house that they could like give to a family in need or, you know, use it really well. Mm -hmm. But then I thought about it like for us. 30 years from now to give our home that we have, we like invested our money in the beginning and over the, over time paid off the mortgage and like that, the upkeep of the house, like for all those years, I was like, man, that is a huge sacrifice Yeah. to give a home. And, but you had just said that the 
early church did that. Yeah, they sold did their... it very often. Mm-hmm. I know mortgages and stuff are relatively yeah. new, but like that still is a huge donation or a huge gift to give your whole home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I could see, I would be hesitant to do that unless I really felt you know involved in that community yeah. and say I am going or you know better better men than me would consider that. <laughs> One thing in terms of what, um, how we give, we, um, auto pay, like, yeah. is great. Because is there, is there a line of scripture, like, when giving alms, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing? That's I think exactly that, what that is so true because, you know, if I looked at how much money is coming out each week or each month, I'd be like, oh, there's so much more we could put that, yeah, put or use that for. But it just goes and, like, kind of is out of my mind. Um, it, it reduces temptation for me. Like if I had to put that, (laughs) yeah, if I had to put that money in the collection plate each week, I know like some weeks I'd be like, I don't know if I want to put this money here. Like I, there are other things I could be spending this Mm -hmm. on. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, for us too, that means that our life, like our life is just adjusted to giving that money away Mm -hmm. each week, no matter what. So like our budget reflects that and we don't go out to dinner as much and but i don't think like oh man it's because we're giving this money to the church right we don't like have this like what is that tension mm-hmm. against the church um or anything because we don't know that that's probably why god's so wise <laughs> whenever he gives <laughs> no, us but advice, yeah we're but not like, it's not like we're we just kind of adjust because that money is just gone. So we're like, okay, well, here's now our budget because this right. money is going it's to, just gone. to the church, to the parish. And we also, like, w- before we did auto pay, we would forget, like, every week right. to write yeah. a check and put it in the right envelope and stuff. And, yeah, it was just the worst. And so we're able to be more reliable to the parish because mm-hmm. of auto pay. Yeah. But thanks. that is... I was going to say thanks to the internet. Thanks to the internet. <laughs> um, but, no, we feel we're comfortable giving, you know, a percentage of our income to our parish and to the church because we, we feel personally invested in it. And, um, you know, it furthers the parish and the archdiocese mission of spreading the gospel. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say? Um, and our parish encourages us to give, because tithing is for 10%. Mm-hmm. And our parish encourages us to give 5% and to choose another organization or place within the church to give the other 5%. Right, so instead of suggesting 10% to the parish, they say, give us 5%, the other 5% that you would have donated to us, use that elsewhere. Yeah. Also as gifts, like, don't keep it for yourself. Right, yeah. So, like, we have a different organization. Which is kind of really cool. I always, like, I forget what it was. We ended up, someone gave us, like, some money, like, cash. It was... You don't, you don't remember it, so don't try. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking Someone, about? Someone, um, for some reason, gave, like, cash, like, for a birthday. So anyway, I had, like, extra cash. Um, and it's, like, you can leave a bigger tip. Like, you don't care. That's not, you know what I mean? Okay. okay. What are you, what's the point that you're making? That when you are already committed to giving something away, you're, like, able to kind of enjoy it more. So, yeah. like, we already, we're planning on giving 10%. They say give 5%. Then we're like, oh, well, what can we do with this other 5%? And you're able to make a more personal yeah. donation right. or a more personal investment in something mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. That made perfect sense from the beginning. I don't know I why you were giving so. me. I don't think so. 
giving me mean looks. We'll play it back later. Holly gives me mean looks throughout the entire podcast. Guys, it's not true. He always says I do this, and it's not she, true. Yeah, she just writes wrong, wrong, wrong in her <laughs> notes while I'm trying to talk. It's the worst. I do not. I smile and nod. <laughs> Condescending smiles no. while she's pointing at wrong on her paper. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was that's just, I've been thinking about giving financially and... Mm-hmm. That. Do you have any other thoughts on that? Um. And that we like. <laughs> you were, you said um. I knew there weren't. I, there was no life behind the eyes. You weren't gonna say anything. Well, you didn't give me a shot okay. if I did. But I didn't say? have. Pressure's any, on. I didn't Pressure's have any, on. Nothing good. <laughs> Go on. Um. Oh, I gave you a hard time. Now I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh no, nothing. No life behind the eyes. Blah blah blah. Um. Anyway, we'll let it go. We'll let it die. Um, but the other big way that people think of of giving, um, oh, sorry, I remember my point okay, before, great. is to to remember that your parish and the Catholic, you know, the archdiocese or your diocese and the entire Catholic Church, their mission is to spread the gospel. Um, so even if you, it seems like it's a very tangential way, like I'm putting my money in a collection plate and we're having like a carnival, you mm-hmm. know, or maybe this is going to a funeral that someone can't cover the, co- you know, like mm-hmm. you're not really, you don't know exactly where it's going and you don't, it's not going directly to the medical mission in Haiti or something like that. It's just kind of going to general upkeep of the parish, like keeping the lights on. Um, it's to always remember that this, this is a gift to God and that you're offering this up to God. Cause even one big thing, I've noticed is like giving money to homeless people. Mm-hmm. People always say like, well, you don't know what they're going to do with that. Or they might just spend that on drugs or their, their little spiel. They're just lying. Like right. they're not really a veteran who needs five bucks to get on the bus. And what I, whatever, I, like, I just think, well, wouldn't you, it's not like you didn't give money to someone who need, who asked you for it. Like right. that, that act, you still made that act regardless of the outcome. And, like, Jesus in the Gospels heals people knowing that they're not going to, like, he heals the lepers, like, the ten lepers, and Mm -hmm. nine of them don't come back. And he knew, like, he's Jesus. He knew that going into it, that I'm going to give them something, and they are not going to use it correctly. Right. But he gives anyway, because sometimes it's not about the recipient. It's about the person giving. And that, you know, when you say, I'm going to give 10% of my income to the church, you're making that sacrifice regardless of whatever happens on the other end. Right. Um, and I was going to say that earlier whenever you were talking about your penance with giving giving alms that, like, I don't know what you confessed, but... <laughs> it's really bad stuff to get such a harsh penance. <laughs> no, but, like, that priest must have thought that the act of giving alms would help form your soul. Yeah, and actually... to. to kind of like combat those yeah. tendencies. And he did say that. He said, this isn't, giving alms is not a way to cure poverty. Um, it's, and he says, sometimes the act is more for you. Cause mm-hmm. I was talking about, um, just not being considerate of others and not thinking of others, thinking of myself too much in my confession. So it was fitting that he was saying, Hey, you need to, cause like, um, as much as I kind of regret thinking this, I like when money's on the line, it gets serious, you know? It does. Like, mm-hmm. am I willing to give up money for these people, for this mm-hmm. person who I don't like or who I don't know or who I'm unfamiliar with? Right. So that's um, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Charity. Here's another thing. Oh. What? I dislike how charity has become deprived of its meaning because it comes from caritas, yeah. mm-hmm. which is love. Right. And we just like put it in this other category where it's like, oh, it's charity. Like, right. And people don't want charity, you know? I know. Like, don't think of me as charity. Yeah. But, but it's like. But you want to be thought of as love. charity. Right. It should be love. So you give to someone, you give to a charity because you love those people and want to help. You're charitable because you love them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's a more correct way of uh, thinking about giving. So everybody, you're wrong. Well, at the. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard time. Uh-huh. Just getting your goat. Well, speaking of goats, just kidding. I have nothing oh. to say about goats. <laughs> Actually, like, I, I, was... got a, I got a lot I can say about goats. Oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> uh, echo goats. Echo goats. One time Daniel and I were walking through a college campus. It was that same one. It sure was. I, I said <laughs> that twice in one podcast. No, I said sure did earlier. <laughs> But um, there was this old Asian man who uh, had, like, binoculars and, like, all set up. And he came to ask us for, for the echo goats. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. What are the echo goats? And the college had bought, like, a bunch of goats to mow a field. Yeah, to, like, clear out an area they were going. So rather than, like running lawnmowers through there they bought a bunch of goats to eat all the grass and weeds and stuff yeah and so there were eco goats yeah there were eco goats and this man wanted to just come look at the goats i wanted to see him i think they're already gone they were um but not speaking of goats yeah nothing about the other um i mentioned at the beginning of the podcast or the beginning of this part um how the other way that people think about giving often is service service like giving back Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's the other slogan. Like, how can you give back? Giving back. Give your talents. Giving. Yeah, time, talent, and treasure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, there's probably like some people who are like on their parish council who are like, hey, hey, that was that a good was, one. That was a successful capital campaign. Um, we don't mean anything yeah, by it. Sorry, we're millennials. We we're, we're jerks. We're just jerks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but service is an, and it's another area where people can. Can get it wrong, Holly. Oh, I'll say it. I can uh, get it wrong. You're so bad. <laughs> no, because I think um, people are comfortable with doing something. Um, what? Like when they know when like I am helping this person, I am confident that this is good. Yeah, they have I'm like a tact, this... like tangible, say, like result. Like yes, right. I did good yeah, here. Yeah, I cleaned up this garden, or mm-hmm. I planted this community garden, and I know those people there are going to use it. And it's um, like a tan, like you said, tangible thing, mm-hmm. and it is good. And those things are all great. Or helping, you know, going on like a medical mission or like rebuilding houses, that kind of thing. Um, those are all really great things and like true acts of charity. Um, but <laughs> the danger is there is when you forget about Jesus and you forget why you love your neighbors. Um, and I think there's a secular commitment to service, but it's this weird, I don't even know what it is, weird where, you know, we have to watch out for each other because no one else is watching out for us kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, like, where is the moral compass anyway? But, like, there's a consensus that, like, doing service for others is good. Mm -hmm. But, like, nothing else is 
considered to be good anymore. Right. You know, yeah. Like it's so weird. it's one of these things where people are comfortable doing something for others, and it's almost be like because no one else will take care of them. Right. There's right. like a sense of uh, duty mm-hmm. to the to the less fortunate. Um, but I which think, is good. Which is good, but it's strange. I think whenever. true charity, love being from God, means that a true act must you know, have something to do with God. A true act of love has to tie into God in some way. Whether or not you believe in God, if you, you know, act in true charity, you are doing God's will. Because mm-hmm. all that is good is from the Lord. Yeah. Um, and I think there's definitely a tendency to um, to forget about Jesus. Even within, you know, the church, people who are like, we're doing, you know, I'm going to, go do Doctors Without Borders, and we kind of, it, it can become self-serving in a way, or even yeah. kind of like um, self-aggrandizing a little bit. What? I, um, I, I work in college admissions, so um, from what, and I usually deal with graduate students, not undergrad, but I've heard that the most, like, boring, redundant college essays that you write, like, trying to get in are for, like, um, mission trips. Oh, and man. it's they're like it sticks to a formula like oh I had no idea about these problems and then I went there and my eyes were open yeah and like it becomes what is it there's like a term for it where um it's not eco tourism it's something like service tourism pretty much oh. like oh I'm gonna go to this tropical island and help the people there and like and like experience poverty right but yeah. you you do help them but it's almost like a vacation right. Um, and there's a reason why people go to the Dominican Republic. Yeah. It's nice down there. <laughs> For mission trips, I mean. Right. Yeah. I um, mean, hey, it also needs a lot of help there. Okay. Are you done insulting entire countries? I know. <laughs> I just foot in my mouth. Um, but when you forget about Jesus, it becomes, you know, it can become something else. And Pope Francis talks about this often. He always, um, doesn't always, but he frequently talks about how the church if it doesn't have Jesus, it just becomes another NGO or which Mm -hmm. is a term for non-governmental organization. So like a a service organization or a peace organization. Um, and that's true. If the church fails to proclaim Jesus and fails to preach the gospel, we're just like the red cross. Like we're nothing different. We're just out there, um, helping people Mm -hmm. for who knows what. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important to always remember that, um, any charity like we're talking about needs to be an act of love and there needs to be, um, or there ought to be a personal interaction there between the two. Yeah. I mean, when it, when it all comes down to it, what really needs to happen is that we need to be giving ourselves like whole and entire, Mm -hmm. um, when we are like doing service, we need to be more sacrificial with our relationships and to, um, in our, our friendships as well. Mm-hmm. Because um, if what is Christianity if not the story of our God giving himself for us and giving himself to us? Um, and when you were saying that it has to be fully, I think that's another area where people, um, they can give themselves to one particular thing at the, ignoring others. Um, so like as Catholics, we're... we're called to give all of ourselves for for everything you know for right. like for, for that's kind of uh imprecise phrasing but 
we can't say, well, I'm just going to worry about immigrants or I'm just going to worry about, I'm just concerned with poverty. All that other stuff I'm not really concerned about. Right. Like, I'm concerned with poverty. I'm not concerned with abortion. That's not the thing. And I think you have to, you have to consider all of those things. You can't just pick and choose because we're, because Christ gave himself fully and he gave himself entirely to us. And it's just, it's a total gift. So we're called to do that in whatever way we're able to. And if you're not able to help in a particular way, then, um, you know, that's not a big deal, but they should be a part of your prayer life in the very least. Like we should be prayerfully, um, we should be praying for all these things and they should be on your radar. Yeah. Um, and it also, they don't need to be so large scale and global, you know, like I'm going to end poverty, um, <laughs> or we you know, desire to help all everyone. Um, it is, if it's personal, it's kind of, it's going to have to be smaller scale, um, and even something as small as inviting a friend over for dinner, cooking them a meal, sharing yourself um, through that. It's still self-giving, and that's still an imitation of Christ. Mm-hmm. Giving your life to, like opening up your life, right. to give your life giving to others. Giving 10 minutes, giving 5 minutes to someone. I think that's the, uh, okay, this is a risky statement, but that's the most Christ-like giving, giving mm-hmm. of yourself well, that's what he calls us to do. Give right. our give our whole selves and to each other. I think that's um, kind of one of the more beneficial ways of giving mm-hmm. for both the recipient and the one who is giving. Exactly. What's the opposite of recipient? Receiver. Oh no, giver. <laughs> that's giver. a synonym. I know, but I feel like there should be a fancier one. Anyway, if giver. you can th- if you can think of a fancier word than giver, <laughs> why does that have to be fancy? Because I I like direct opposites. Yeah, giver, recipient. Giver, receiver. Anyway. Oh, my Okay, gosh. let's just <laughs> think. I think we've uh, made our point. Yeah. Um, Guys, you don't know this, but. Well, you may you may have heard some cries in the some background. Some baby cries, but we've had to stop the podcast like six times. Yeah, so we apologize if it's, if it's been choppy at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack keeps waking up even, like he's been asleep for a little while, but he keeps waking up again for whatever reason is crying a lot he wants to be on the podcast and we won't let him so he's crying about <laughs> come on it. i got a lot to say um but yeah. we are sorry if you heard it and we're not terrible parents and having our babies cry in the just one um <laughs> our baby cry in the back background but we have our baby cry in the backyard throughout the podcast. <laughs> no but um we do apologize and if if we're choppy at all either in what we're saying we also apologize right. but we hope that Good. We made some amount of But sense. if you have any positive feedback, uh, feel free to send it our way. Um, you can email us at halfwaysaintspodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can find us on Twitter at halfway underscore saints. Like, us, like us on, us on Facebook. Facebook. Um, yeah, let us know if you, um, if you like kind of what we're trying to do and make it more conversational. Let us know. Give us some feedback. We, um, we do want this to be for you guys. Right. Because we could just talk to ourselves all day long. Yeah, we would. So, yeah. Well, Jack's up again. There's Jack again. So, we'll wrap it up. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening. And we'll be back next week. Have a great week, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye.